but yeah, so that, um, you know, Naga back in the day used to be legit. So it's, you have to ask people when they won that Naga. Cause that they used matters. to give you swords. Well, they still do that. Really? But I want to go win a sword. Their pro belts look nice now. Just in case. You can just have one. He's got a ton of them in, the, in that closet. Yeah. I have them laying around. But I want to win it. I have them laying around. Winning's overrated. Just That's like true. this show's been running, and we should get started. What's going on? Oh, here? we're recording? We are. standing? Shit. Yeah. Oh. Excuse like, me. Just, it'd be better if you were just sit down here. If you were like in boxers. <laughs> He's or getting something. submitted here. Uh, everyone. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Hay Show, and we are live. Hey. hey! Chad did the open that time. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just leave that? This Michael. is a show about idiots like us talking to you guys who are not idiots. <laughs> Keep going. It sounds Keep great. Going. You got this. So you gotta far, make a joke good. at the end. And uh, we do idiot shit on this show. So follow us. <laughs> right. Pete, out we'll see you next <laughs> week. <laughs> Started off strong. About the it, show. it went great. And then... And then Peter. All right, so uh, we are on to our first segment, and it is just a lazy-ass mailbag because, you know, I do those once out of script because I get tired of trying to make things creatively. All right, like so <laughs> yeah, fun. So the first question we got. Bag is. It's a bag with mail in it. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a drug bag, but instead it's got mail in it. But it's less <laughs> fun. <laughs> I want to get paid. Mm. All right, we're going to credit our listener uh, or watcher at Moequa, Austin, who uh, like we hung out with him at a bar and drink beers with him. He's, yeah, a cool he's guy. Uh, what is the best trash talk slash chirp talk you have ever done or have heard in jiu-jitsu? I've never trash talked. So then you take the question and you do the other part. The heard. What's the best one you heard? I can't believe you guys didn't laugh that I've never trash talked. Well, you don't trash talk. You're what? You don't trash you're too busy talk getting your butt kicked. Yeah. What? <laughs> I trash talk everyone. That one Brazilian guy kicked you in the leg like a million times. Oh, yeah, that one guy stomped your foot, too. Yeah, he, didn't he didn't talk shit talk to him. <laughs> well, because I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I won the one match where I got kicked, but well, the guy that stopped my foot, I lost. It's because you know that they wouldn't have understood what you're saying. Yeah. You know, the, he was posted on Facebook the other day, and it was like, congratulations. We want to say happy birthday to this adult world champion black belt. And I was like, well, I lost to that guy by two points, but I'll stab him. <laughs> so back and, to the question. And you're banned. <laughs> you're banned from Facebook again. All right. Uh, yeah. So best uh, trash talk mm. you've heard or you have done yourself. I don't know. Gordon Ryan's done some pretty damn good trash talking. Uh, my favorite one is Jeremy Brick at the uh, King of the Mat in Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> Do you remember this one? No, but he's he's got some good one-liners sometimes, so he, let's hear it. He puts this guy in um, the scarf hold arm bar. Yeah, that's uh, what he does to everyone. It's what he does to everyone, but he has it in there. And, he, and just like not too much longer ago, he broke a dude's arm with that move. For sure. And and he put put the guy in it, and he starts pulling on it, and the guy's not tapping, and he says, you better tap, buddy, because I will break your shit off. <laughs> and it was the most punk rock thing I've ever heard in my life and I was like man I don't did he tap oh yeah he tapped I mean I tapped and I was the rev yes yes, sir yes sir whatever you need sir you you need a water I'll be right back you look a little sore you need a back rub whatever you need but he he is a very he's a very nice awesome cool dude but when he rolls he's intimidating yeah, he's big. He's, I mean, so he's one strong. of the only people I've seen kind of dominate Jeff Ray. Yeah. So that's kind of saying something. Yeah, I mean, at, at that is age, he bigger than Jeff. You know, no, he's not taller, maybe weight wise, but yeah, he's he's lengthier, yeah. I think. 
Gotta um, stay away from this guy. He's yes. my jujitsu spirit animal. He yes. gives me pep talks every time. You know, me, he posted yeah. on Tristan's thing, you're better than this. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, my guess is what he was saying, uh, because he's not a dick in how no, he says yes. things. No, yeah. You know, it's it's more like, I guess you would call him, like, a realist, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and he's not wrong. I mean, Tristan kept sticking his feet, yeah. and I told Tristan at all costs, do not put your feet anywhere close to Dan's uh, sides, you know, where he can grab them. And he got out of him twice. <laughs> That's a lot of side to keep your feet away from. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he did learn. As, as he did as learn. Dan stood up. The feet needed to retract to the butterfly. Who cares if you get your guard passed? Who cares? I'm thinking at all costs. I'm not playing legs with this guy. You know, I can get out of crazy things. I can get out of being smashed. I can, but I can't figure out how to get out of the strongest human holding my leg. <laughs> So that's the one thing I'm not doing. And my guess is that's what Jeremy was trying to say is you letting your feet hang over three times, you're better than this. You're smarter than this. So I don't think he's wrong in that statement. That's kind of a shit talk, though. Yeah. I mean, wow. No one, no one, that's it? That's all we got for Apparently. trash talk? What? Yeah, yeah, I, I have, have to give two, I have to give two stories? No, no, no. no. I, I have Oh, you got one. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm just man. saying I'm agreeing with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to hear Brandon's sure. now. I don't even have a good one. <laughs> what? Honestly, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody directly talk really? shit to somebody else in a jiu-jitsu match. I got one, I got one for you, Other Chad. than you, to me. Um, but I want to hear yours first to see know, if maybe it's the same one. What is it? It's one that got done to you. Um, Gage told me this. Really? Yeah. He um so you were Gage was in and you guys were rolling and you put him in an ankle lock and he leans over and he says not gonna fucking happen buddy and then he said and then he let go and he shouldn't have let go because it was close <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean well that kind of reminds me of the time that Tommy I was wrong with Tommy and I had him in an arm triangle and you know he and he's got good arm triangle defense because he's an MMA guy and he's mm-hmm. been around it for a long time right. uh, and he said. Five bucks, you can't finish it. And there was like one minute left on the timer or something, and I made sure I finished it. <laughs> and uh, he was like, damn, you know, like most people can't finish me with that. And it was hard. I actually think I hurt my shoulder finishing it. <laughs> but it was worth the $5 that $5, he never paid me. $500 hospital bill. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think I blew my shoulder out almost, but maybe that's what's wrong with my Years collarbone. Years of pain and regret. <laughs> really? Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. I made someone feel bad about themselves. Worth it. (laughs) One of my friends. We're just the strangest cult ever, man. Yes. Um, Yeah, I have uh, have two. Uh, One of them, uh, you'll just actual legit shit talk. The other one was just a scary thing someone kept saying over and over. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Corey, because Chad uh, always says that there's levels. So she heard Chad say this for... Oh, uh, your daughter. Cool. Yeah, yeah, years and years. And there was a kid in class that was, like, avoiding her. And she finally took, like, exception to it because he went and rolled with some little kid and beat the crap out of him. Corey says, you, me, now. <laughs> and then he, she grabbed him, made him, like, come to her. And she's just, just decimating this kid. And then she gets him out before she arm bars and looks at him in the eyes and goes, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> She's our first. Like she's like eight, nine, and, and, and she, yeah, she's she's nine at the time. She's awesome. And um, yeah, that was uh, that, she's scarier than Sun Yu. Oh, dude. Oh yeah. When I see her in tournament stuff, dude, her faces she I mean, makes. Sun Yu looks tougher so and more durable. Corey I mean, goes after him. Yeah, but Corey's not 
she's not durable. Yeah. Nothing against no, her. No, she emotionally oh, breaks down yep. if she's not winning or she kind of quits on herself or she stops listening. Uh, you know, Sun Yoon is still going to have incredible guard retention, still be very durable. You're still going to have to, like, no matter what, she's not going to typically emotionally quit. Uh, she, she sticks through the if, whole match. If Corey's front running on you and she's winning the match, she, there's no way she loses. Right. There's levels there's just shit. Nothing. But, yeah, <laughs> she she heard that from Chad about a billion times, so she likes yeah. to tell little kids that now. That's, uh, that's amazing. The <laughs> other one that Ronnie knows about is at one of the king of the mats, uh, the Caleb McAllister. In Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Um, that You know, with king of the mat rule format, just – plugs for chad here um you just grab a partner uh in your open round and you just you know hey this person so there was only like i don't know like six people left mm -hmm. or so and people keep picking him and he's like oh no man sorry i got this guy i'll get you next time though yeah and it's the way he that. said it we're all just like is, is, is he saying he's gonna go and submit that person next time and by, by god it was yeah, yeah, yeah it was dude he is one of my favorite people yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> He's he's just he sent Tristan a donation, you know, which awesome. uh, wow. it's kind of cool. Like uh, Tristan's cool up to like four hundred and fifty dollars in donations in the last week just online, which has been really awesome. And where can they donate? Um, I don't. Know. I guess right now they're just messaging me, and I'm, I'm hoping that they just. I don't know how to set up a, a page, so I'm just having it sent to my PayPal. Me. Yeah. Um, and you then see, I'm just doing it friends and family, and you seem trustworthy. Just send him his money. <laughs> send him the money. And I don't know, you know, out. I mean, unfortunately, with enough money and he will send you the great escapes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to screw Tristan over, so if it was Brandon, maybe. Tristan, no. Even, but, uh, even Tristan with one leg still kind of hurts. Yeah, scary. You know, so. I don't want to piss Tristan off. Yeah. But it's cool that, you know, it's because, like, Tristan told me, he's like, uh, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to ask people for favors. And I said, Tristan, you don't realize how much you've done for 10 yeah, years for the yeah, community. Man. That's crazy. How many times you've went places, done things for free, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and represented and helped people and done things that it's okay once in every 10 years to ask for help. He yeah. he went and did a free um, women's self-defense seminar with Sunny. Yeah. Like just so, not ask for any money. I nothing. said, look, you don't have to ask. I'll ask people because people will want to help. Absolutely. So. All right, so the next question we have uh, is what is the most important movement in jiu-jitsu? Forward. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. Um, it's uh, bridging. How many bri – you bridge to escape everything, even if it's just a tiny bit of a bridge. If you don't bridge, have to escape. Well, sure. You're right. If you just move forward and you're always on top and you're always winning, and yeah, that's absolutely right. I, I totally forgot about that. You know, there's always that option that you are just the best there is. L you wake listen. up in the morning and you piss at listen. Yeah. forget about that. L listen. <laughs> you, you turn in this show for expertise. Be Gordon Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Just be Gordon Ryan. Just be Gordon Ryan. Just, it, Simple just answer. Oh, with Chambers? Forward. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what? what oh, we know 10th Planet people. Anyways, I, I what is the most? give you credit. That I when I used to train with Mike French, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know Mike French. Uh, he did fight Miguel Torres to a five round decision in the WEC, so he's not a bum. Uh, he pisses me off a lot because the dude will not tap to anything. But anyways, mm -hmm. his bridge is the most unbelievable bridge I've ever seen in my life. You know, like a lot of people bridge and they bridge on their shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. He can bridge on his neck. I mean. You know, a lot of people, they bridge, and it's like this much space. Right. right. Like, his bridge is so unbelievable. Yeah. 
that he can create crazy things off of it. So, I mean, someone that can bridge right is really hard to deal with. Yeah, because you can't hold them down. They create the space they need. Yeah. yeah. But what's the most best? That's the question? Best movement. Best movement. Reverse shrimp. <laughs> Hands down. Reverse shrimp. <laughs> That's what will get you out of trouble. Which version like do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what, and you can take this uh, question however you want. I, I did steal this from one of the message boards. What scares you in BJJ? Injuries? Tristan. <laughs> Not anymore. Injury still. Tristan with not yeah, for three months. Something broken. Honestly, still probably. <laughs> yeah. It that was one I, I looked at it and I thought about it and I mean superficially, yeah, we're always worried about being injured, but I mean there's really not as much risk there as long as you just don't have an ego. That's the thing that gets people injured is is having an ego and like oh I'll fight out of that. We we had and not that he not that he has an ego, but it, it was it's just something he shouldn't have done. Is we had an we had an injury up in Mawikwa where um, we, a much bigger guy was um, rolling with a, a smaller guy, and the smaller guy tried to counter a judo throw and pulled him right on his leg and hurt his leg. Yeah. So and and he, afterwards he said I shouldn't try to counter that. I was like, yeah, he's got you by a hundred pounds. So I did no, something like that to Corey one right. time, and I. Yeah, we'll never Some, again. <laughs> sometimes you just let it happen, and then you work out of the. It, it's it's better to have it in those uh, positions. But what scares me most in jujitsu is just like, I as a coach, it's making sure that I, I keep everyone. Or I, it scares me the most is that I run someone off, and I don't mean to. Like I don't know how I would do that, but like if I I always worry about like, man, did I teach good enough in class? Is my class good enough? Did did everyone learn at least something? Did I, you know, piss anyone off without knowing it? That kind of thing. That's what scares me the most because the, the biggest thing I love about jiu-jitsu is just having everyone around. And when someone comes in new and fresh and, and you know, they tell me, it's like, oh, I, I love it. It's like, great, I want to keep you here. And then if they leave and I'm like, you know, most of the time it's like, hey, I just can't do it anymore or I just don't want to do it anymore. It's no big deal. But some people will leave and I never know why. So obviously my brain says, Oh, it's your fault. So Yeah. So that's 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 if I had to, if I was afraid of anything, that's probably my biggest fear is I'm just not doing a good enough job. <laughs> I think I, that's a hard thing to Oh good. No, I think for sure. I think we struggle with that as a lot as coaches, especially when the mats start getting empty. Sorry. Um, you know, in the summer, I mean classes go sometimes you have classes at fifteen to twenty five some days and then you go down to four to six. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? Why, why am I failing? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's definitely one of my biggest frustrating factors is trying to figure out how to get the mats full. I've gym hopped enough to know that I'm in a competent place. So I don't <laughs> ever have that. I know some people just don't travel as much or go to other gyms. Chad, I think you only go to elite gyms. So, like, there's some <laughs> gyms that, like, I'm sure, like, if you go to, you know, like, California and you go to one of those elite gyms, you're like, well, what the shit is this, you know? But, yeah. like, like I've been to gyms where, like, Sun Yun's teaching the lead instructor, like, a simple guard pass and things like that. So, you know, I, I just, 
I never have that feeling with you, Ronnie, if that helps. Like, yeah. I'm always just like, yeah, this is fine for them. You know, everything. You good. would think that would, but it won't. Yeah, it never <laughs> will. Yeah. Uh, so, I actually have, I think I have some questions that you guys are going to dig a little deeper in, so okay. I'm going to go on because that was kind of an ambiguous question. Uh, in terms of competition, and this is kind of go along with the ne- one of the other questions, but it's it's slightly different. In terms of competition, what is the best skill or attribute to have to make someone an elite competitor? Wrestling. I think a game plan. <laughs> this is the one we're supposed to dig deep in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I know we're all going to pick it'll, and it'll, start it'll, discussing. It'll lead. Okay, yeah, it'll fair lead, enough, yeah. fair enough. I, you're, I mean, oh, man. I would How old just are they? Because that's a good question, ended. too. That is. You know, because, I mean, think about it. Imagine if, right, like we have Austin and Terre Haute, high school wrestler unbelievable just turned 30 he's masters one competitor at white well now he's a blue belt but still his wrestling hold on hold on, hold on. What, what, what is he again blue belt let's say that again blue belt i thought you said high school wrestler and then you said he's 30 he was well he was a high school was wrestler. okay i was like what the shit okay <laughs> i got you i was like I yeah so he didn't hold back i got a 30 year old high school wrestler <laughs> uh, you know his wrestling is so exciting to watch he took third at the or i think yeah was it 30 took at the adult pans um, he was actually landing in Mount right when the time went out. When he so threw he was, that guy into the table mm-hmm, or whatever? Well, he did that too. That was Fuji. <laughs> um, you know, like, I feel like it's almost cheating if Being you have good really wrestling. good wrestling and it's you a hack. Masters 1. It's a hack for you know, sure, like, But, uh... Yeah, being able to impose like that. Where it doesn't really matter so much at adult because they're so much scramblier. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're more flexible and they're more durable. But at, at Masters, a lot of times... Oh, there's there it is then. It's flexibility. Well, yeah, it's flexibility and durability and the scramblings are different. You know, adults, we get tired and as soon as we get tired... Yeah. I'll be honest, that's the reason I pull guard most of the time is because I don't want to engage in that right. wrestling with those guys. 100%. I mean, it's exhausting if somebody knows how to stay on top and, and move side to side. Yeah. This is the biggest thing we differ on, so I'm not even going to comment on any of this. I've just, I'm anti that now. What? I don't think it's valuable. Wrestling? Wrestling? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. At all? Like a true wrestler, no. And well, we're separating. We're separating now, but a true wrestler, like I'm talking about like, High school folk style wrestling, no. I don't think it translates. But you don't think like Ed Ruth going into the blue belt division of a no-gi. I think he's good because he does freestyle and he does Greco and things like that. I think those are more valuable. Right. I think the most valuable thing about wrestling, especially the adolescent level, is the toughness it instills in you. It makes you have to be tough to get through those grueling practices and it, stuff. The, the, the worry behind it is is there's, at least in a lot of wrestling programs around us, is there is a innate and just this banging in that jiu-jitsu is bullshit. And so those you get those wrestlers that come in, and a lot of times they will not depart from anything. It's like I'm only going to wrestle. And sometimes those skill, most of those skills translate. The getting the takedown, getting on top, but the the submissions and the guard passing and, and where to be. Like if you end up in guard, they just don't really want to learn that because like I, I just won't be there. So what was the question? Uh, in terms of competition, what is the best skill or attribute? So what's better? To have to make someone an elite competitor, an attribute just means like what you're born with. So like that's why six eight flexibility. I I being six eight two hundred eighty pounds is to make someone an elite competitor. (laughs) I I believe is their mind. Yeah, I mean I definitely agree with that. I think Heath has really done good at 
conditioning people mentally. It really sucked a lot playing a lot of those mental games when you're a white and blue belt, but like it made you break less when you're out competing. Yeah, definitely. I I believe that if somebody looks at any fight, like fight sports or anything, if you look at it from a a statistical analysis. I think Gordon beats most of his opponents mentally before he ever rolls with them. I have a different take. I believe that Gordon Ryan is the new is is a version of the of the New England Patriots in football. I believe that whatever that person he thinks is not good at, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. Well, no, I think whatever they think they're good at is what he's going to do now. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I think too. He no, goes I, after what they, like, they're best at. He almost. did what Pedro was best at this time. But what was the what's the outcome of that? The outcome is Pedro's on his butt. Right, you're saying that you should let Pedro be on top passing. No, I'm saying that he wants to get Pedro to a place where Pedro doesn't want to be. Right. So we're kind of saying but the same thing, it, but opposite. But beating him at what he's the best at to get there. Stand-up? So well, would you say that stand-up is his best or his top is the best? Yeah, I mean, it's, they go together well, but I think... Yeah. So I think we're saying the same thing, technically. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's 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 honestly always. But what I, I do think that he's really good at the mental warfare now. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. because the, he did this match to put into Gavallo and Pena's head mm-hmm. what was going to happen to them. You know, like they're already sitting here saying, "What the hell am I going to do?" You know, he he's like, "I'm sitting here training, do whatever I want." They're sitting over there saying, "How do we beat Gordon?" Uh, well, uh, think about this. What if, like, let's say Ronnie's like Andre. And he sent at home watching that. Yeah. And then the but mental your, warfare but, is out of this But your game plan was, oh, I'm going to wrestle. Yeah. What do you do you're then? Gonna ha- I'm going to hand fight more aggressive. And then you see that. <laughs> and you're like, well, because Go- I think Gavallo's shorter or the same height as. He's shorter. He's shorter. As Pedro. I think not, not Gordon. I think yeah, Pedro yeah. and Gavallo are close to the same size. Yeah. So clearly you're looking like, well, Pedro has zero answer for this. Is Pedro more decorated than. Galvao? No, but he's no. younger. But he's younger. You know, you got to think. I think How it's 10 years difference. Almost 40. He's 40. Yeah. He's the, maybe older than 40 now. I, there's, there's a, I know you probably guys don't watch tennis. I just watch shows that they watch I tennis. watch tennis all the time. Do you really? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I said that. <laughs> I, like um, I like played tennis Right now, hard. in tennis, there's Federer, there's uh, Djokovic, and Nadal. The three greatest tennis players probably to ever play. There's some random guy that just made it to the finals of Wimbledon, and all he does is go, like, do coke and, and go with strippers. And, like, he has no care in the world. And that they were interviewing him, and he was like, hey, man, you're going to be back here next year. He's like, maybe not. He's like, I might just go on an island and be done. <laughs> and, like, they, they said that he's been interviewed and said, yeah, I came up in the worst time. There's no possibility I can beat those guys. So he's like, I'm just going to have fun and have a good career. Yeah. But and like yeah. think about that with Pedro, looking like him coming up, and now Gordon Ryan's there. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like you just yeah. grow up. You in see the same thing in like MMA too, where guys oh, yeah. hold the belt yeah. for seven, yeah, that's, eight that's, years. That's for sure. And they're just yeah. There was a them. meme not too long ago of Holloway with like all these guys welcome to the club of like, hey, you just came up at the wrong time. And yeah. yeah. You're one of the best ever. Or but, like Kamaru Usman right yeah. now is kind of in that era. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. I've all seen right. that a lot in my divisions too. You know, like. I do pans this year, and that guy's the top guy's injured, or he doesn't make the trip, you know. And it's like, well, I know that guy can beat me, but he didn't come, you know. Yeah. So I get to be. I mean, it, 
you're, I don't know. I don't think you're ever the best best, but Gordon yeah. Ryan's oh, making a pretty good statement right now. So. This one's uh, could be probably a little quicker. How long should you wait to compete? I think get out there as soon as you can almost. Maybe like a couple months or something, but... Yeah, I agree. It's not going to hurt you I think if you, you can make it comfortable, because they're two different things, and I think we've said that in the episode before. Competing and training are two different things, and they don't go together. Um, you know, they kind of go together, of course, because it's you're, you're training the sport, but it, if you're waiting a year to compete or two years to compete, which I've seen people do, you're going out there now with, well, I trained for a year or two years, and now I have this expectation. And it's all riding on this That moment. I have to do yeah. good, and I have to prove. Where if you go out there, and you're like, fuck, I got my ass kicked a month in. There's nothing but going up from here. If I get my right. ass kicked again, who cares? But if I start winning. Shit. I'm horrible, and I competed what within months of when I started yeah. training. So I mean, like, if I can do You're it, not shit, anybody, saying, yeah, you start no, anybody can do it. Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Then you competed the first month in her when she started training. I so. think for kids, especially, oh who cares? God, who cares? Yeah, it I mean, matter. at 30, if you're trying to like maybe figure out the mechanics a little bit better, and you want to be healthy. You I wonder know, how long it was injured. till I competed that first time in Fuji. Maybe like three or four months or something. I don't know. I competed in the first month of. I actually, I have a good example in the gym. What about like Dakota, Dakota, that tall Dakota that's hurt? Yeah, yeah. He waited a long time to compete, and he's still trying to figure out the points. Like yeah. I'm still, when I roll with him, I literally am like, "Hey, you got a guard pass there? It's three point." Yeah. I'm trying to put that in his head mm-hmm. that he starts thinking. But if you see him roll, you're like, "Oh, he's he's just a he's just a submission person." Yeah, like, he, he can. Only he's great, cares. but yeah, he's definitely. But, but the points, if he figured that out, he would be. Really good. If he would have figured it out a year ago, he would have won that oh, yeah. IBJJF. Well, he would have won Indy for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, for I think sure. he would have done way better at Pans if he would have been more aware of what's going on. And that guy just ripped his leg off. Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so um, what is your go-to bait? And I'm only looking at Ronnie because I, I need the joke here. Uh, so I like a shaky head rig. I use a quarter-ounce uh, green pumpkin um, uh, spot remover. <laughs> And um, are you looking at me for? I like the Robo Worm um, that is um, green pumpkin with a chartreuse tail. That that's my go-to bait. There we go. I so you guys go talk jujitsu now. Yeah. I always go with the uh, glow in the dark bass stoppers myself. Yeah. The bass stopper. Yeah, I like those. I did you have much luck with Bass Topper Pro? Is that the ones that have the weed guard on them? He's or something? got the weed guard on it. Yeah, I've used those. Yeah, they're yeah. not bad. Yeah, I, I like the ones stupid. that are that are uh, solar powered. Like they got those so battery powered ones. Never you come in those, but the solar powered ones are better. Then they always they always charge up. Okay, I'm just waiting. I like that pink LED light up thing that you <laughs> that vibrates and twirls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, what is your go to bait in jujitsu? I already know, Ronnie. Mine 100 percent is half guard. Get the Kimura, let go of the half guard. They think they're going to pass, and you sweep them over right back to top. I do that a lot. I don't bait anyone in jiu-jitsu. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to be always. I just dominate. He always moves forward. (laughs) Yeah. That way he doesn't have to bridge. Yeah. He just finishes. I just like to be at the right place at the right time, and they sub themselves. that, that's, an it's always forward, sunny. Man. that's an always sunny quote. I'm a finisher. I finish. <laughs> finish things. Actually, they finish themselves. I just happen to be there yeah. at the end. <laughs> it is great, though. The more you train and the more you drill, it's almost like the match, right? Like, it's amazing how people will put themselves where they'll do all the work for you if you just relax. Just lock up the triangle, wait for them to move the wrong direction, mm-hmm. it tightens it. You know? Game over. 
They pass. They go between your legs. They lock it up. <laughs> Ronnie, do you have goatee bait? Yeah, I grab lapels with no purpose of actually using them just to freak people out. That's okay, so that much is fun. true. <laughs> it works. It works so much. Yeah. You know how many times I had people like fighting hard to keep their lapel when I'm passing their guard? Oh, it's it's just magical. I <laughs> grab that and then just uh, ripping away from me, and I'm like just hold. Oh man, you got it back. Oh, I got this one now. And then like a minute ago, then I'll. Oh yeah, I'll just pass them. <laughs> Toriando. My big bait right now is definitely leg lock entries. Just trying to let people get that 80% pass that or whatever. That doesn't sound like out. moving forward to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving forward to a leg. <laughs> you don't have to uh, bridge when you finish a leg lock. Yeah. What, um, what, is your, uh, what is the worst, oh shit, girl or guy, because we are politically correct on this show, who walks into the gym? It's Gordon Ryan, right? Yeah, it's Gordon Ryan, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he walks in, you're like, ah, oh, shit. I'm talking more about... No, Chad's 100%. I mean, what is it? <laughs> when that girl with the glasses walks in the class. Oh, shit. Wait, am I getting beat up? Or, oh, shit, like... Well, I was... I was... I was talking this about... This is going to be the most awkward day ever. This is going to get... This is going to be... You're going to get beat up. And that you're like, this isn't good. This person walked in. This is going to be a rough day at the office. Corey, Obviously, it's... Uh, it's we're not talking about a specific person. We are talking about, like... A deep, you know, like, hey, I have oh, D one experience. That's, that guy MMA that I have fighter. Thomas Stoll in Terre Haute, man. Like, I don't really worry so much about him subbing me, but he is hard. I got him. He said he's going to do the nogi pants this year. He's a blue belt, but he was a D one wrestler, and he's one seventy five. He's he knows how to do good foot locks. He knows how to get into the is heel he hooks. He knows he's an adult. He's twenty three. Very dynamic. Very aggressive. Um, so good on the front headlock, good on the leg lock. Back so, to D1 wrestler. Yeah. D so wrestler. I mean, it's, it's our scrambles <laughs> are, are scary sometimes because he knows how to use his hips and knows how to use his pressure, and I just got to be careful with my neck and, and my feet. That, and he jumps on it. It's not because he's still young, and he likes to go be aggressive. So it's not his fault. It's just right. I got to be aware of my own body. Yeah, my old brittle body can't so, handle that, you know. Um, so, like, sometimes I'm not – because he's always like, hey, coach, you want to roll? And, you know, I don't want to be a bitch and say no. But, but, but you're being, you also be a bitch. And, but my know, neck yeah. and back sometimes are like, <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be my favorite moment. Yeah. Anybody else have another uh, – If we're just talking that type person, yeah, wrestlers are always one that's like it, they're going to be tough to deal with. I hate with. to go with everyone else, but, yeah, man, wrestlers too. I just – I pull guard and hope for the best not to just get obliterated. Yeah. Um, the other one would be – the brand new, very athletic, but yet very spazzy white belt. Those yeah, are always sure. just. What do you like, do if there's a tornado on that TV over there? Just <laughs> work just through it. We'll hug each other. Keep recording. <laughs> we go that. jump in that Bronco and hit the road. And that, that Bronco is nice. Segment of of Chad is. has ADD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, this is just a setup for Ronnie to make his MMA joke. Uh, in, in a fight, in a fight for your life. What major, and I'm prefacing it by major, major MMA fighter do you want to fight, retired or current? Age limit is 60. I'm in a fight with one of those MMA And you have fighters. to fight them for your life. You have to fight them for your life. Like to the death? Yeah, CJ to the death. or uh, Punk, CM Punk? Good okay. choice. <laughs> major MMA He's major. fighter. All right. 
Now, I put the age limit to 60 because me and Chad already had this discussion. Yeah. can't believe he doesn't remember. I do. Uh, oh, you do? Okay. So we were like, hey, at 60, an old man, like, we are still we scary, could, man. I couldn't beat any of those I, guys. <laughs> I couldn't imagine fighting Donald Cerrone right now. Yeah. It's Even though he's, like, oh, been no, beaten yeah. and... I, you know, I'm sure he's mentally a little bit exhausted and everything. I guarantee. He's star now. Yeah. Dude, I bet that first high kick he throws at you, it I'd hurts. be done. Yeah, you know, I guarantee he's blocking or not. I'm done after power. that. So the answer's no one. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Well, if you're gonna have CM to, Punk. so here's here's the thing. <laughs> if we're saying you have to do this, this is a fight for your life. Who's it gonna be? And you're, and we think that we're gonna lose no matter what. I'm picking Ngannou, so it's over quick. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I want him to just kill me quick, and then I'm done. You know, one time I did see James Tony fight Randy Couture, and yeah. he just ankle picked him and subbed him. Yeah, maybe was, that would be my choice. I think. Can I be my weight? Oh yeah, that that's exactly right. So I would, if I was gonna pick anybody, I'd be like, who is an atom weight? Yeah, and like maybe just the tiniest like, person. Like uh, Demetrius Johnson, there you go. Dude, right. he would beat my ass so bad. You know, I fought that UFC fighter at Pans this year, and he's still at 38 or 9 or whatever he was. He fought for the belt, man. Yeah. I mean, he's legit. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> he was still scary. He's not even the top. So So the answer's no one. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I didn't get my Michael Bisming answer. I no. put a fight, right? No, if I put fight. a grappling match, it'd As be somebody Michael would say, Bisming. there's levels to this shit. Yeah, levels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's good answers. All right. Last segment for the day, and I'm pretty sure we roll along, so this is this one we can go a little quicker on. Uh, we're doing the segment, How to This, with a question mark. Um, if any of you have ever competed at a local tournament lately, and uh, we all know that our favorite local tournament is Fuji BJJ. I mean, that's where Absolutely. basically every single time, that's where we're going, right? <laughs> so... Uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a bumper later on showing you where you can go and compete at one of these Fuji BJJ tournaments. We're more advanced. Yeah, when we're advanced. So, but that's okay. All right. Um, you have seen that every competitor now is letting their guard get past and they throw a buggy choke. We saw it at Bloomington. I don't know what in the a, kids division. In a kids division, a really? billion times. They're just letting their guards get past and then they're gonna hit that buggy choke because they saw. Uh, one of those twins do it, and it's super easy submission. That's the only submission Sunyin's ever laughed at, by the way. Yeah. Well, a girl did it to her at a tournament, and she looked up and just started laughing. It was just like, what is this? You do have to have kind of a certain body type for yeah. it, and the Rotillo brothers do have that body type. Body is it kind of like a no-arm <laughs> triangle where you reach across the head? Like yeah, but you have, the arm, you have the arm in. You still have a head and arm. Yeah, you, you have a head and arm. Okay. Basically, and you're getting the arm that's clubbing under your like if I'm clubbing your head and I'm clubbing under your opposite side arm you're getting that club and that head stuck in so I will preface it this it is legit oh yeah 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 do it I mean I mean I'm not making fun of that no what no I'm make, sure what I make what I'm making fun of is the amount of guard passing that people are clearly not trying to retain their guard right. and they're just like oh now I'm in my it. sweet buggy yeah. chuck yeah. <laughs> which like Sun Yoon has that game too where she's like Oh, someone passed my guard. Cool, I'm gonna crucifix him now. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm it not. It should be your last that. resort. It should yes. be your first resort. But for sure. what I'm saying is, Sun Yun also tries to keep her guard so she doesn't have to right. do that. All right. So, oh, and the other joke is, uh, a kid kept trying to do it to Corey, and Ronnie taught her in the middle of a match how to defend it. Yeah, and that easy. kid was shut down. Like nice. he could do nothing. So that's the other reason why I laugh at that. Yes. Anyways, if you've competed lately, uh, why the hell is everyone doing uh, buggy chokes? 
how do uh, how do you do one properly and how do you defend one? Now, the nice thing is on our technique video today, we're actually gonna show you some buggy choke stuff, but I wanted to give you guys in the open forum to discuss this now. All right. Well, um, the reason it's so popular is because it is a submission from People a are very- losers. <laughs> and, and that's it. You heard it from the man himself. And then just you can also hear how to escape it. <laughs> there is no escape from that one. Um, you just move forward. <laughs> you just it. move forward. Um, so you bridge out of it. Uh, when the buggy choke's popular because it's a submission from the bottom that no one sees coming, and when you put it on, it's a choke that you can put someone unconscious with, and they won't see it coming, and it looks cool. That's why it's popular. Um, well, it's kind of new, I think. And it's it's new. Still, I mean, it's actually it's been around for a few years because yeah. I know. Um, Blanking on his name, but he's a St. Charles MMA yeah, guy. He's hit it in the cage twice. Um, but I still think it's in the last couple of years. Right, yeah. You know, so it's something different. They're still yeah. hype, and it's getting perfected, yeah. which is kind of neat because now you're you're seeing it from other areas. Yeah. People are posting it where they're I hitting can't it remember. From the top. They're, yeah, they're, they're hitting it on the top. They're the Rotolos do a flying buggy choke because you know, so, crazy. I mean, people, you know, I was watching it, and it, I mean, it's like a triangle. Yeah. You know, if you get it right, you're getting the armor crossed and you're doing the same mechanics and, you know, they're perfecting it from all different areas. So I think right now the hype is, it's kind of like the Barambolo. Yeah. Barambolo came out, it was like this big thing and now it's evolved to all the crab riding and Mm -hmm. doing it different ways. And I think we're just... I'm not sure I've ever been shown how to even do it. I just have had that one white belt guy try it on me every week. (laughs) The, the thing I don't like about it the most is it is one of those moves that only works in a... Bad position. In a Fuji or a um, IBJJF tournament. Because if you do it in the cage, someone's going to just pick you up and slam you. Right. That it, I mean, it's been hit And I don't think I've ever seen it at a high level. No, you don't see him at a high level. But I mean, I guess we did see at the well, ADCC yeah. where that guy tried it and he got slammed unconscious. He got right. You know, I don't know if I've ever actually like seen it finished on like high level, like Ty Rutillo versus Mika Gavallo. Well, you know, like, oh, okay. I was gonna say because the they won one of their turn, uh, one of those who's number ones with it. Right. But you're saying, but I, I'm I saying, you know, saying. if the, clearly it wasn't some Mika. of the who's number yeah. one matches, okay, you already know who's gonna win the match. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, nothing to hate on the guys, but it's definitely one of those things that if you know that the person has that threat, it's a lot easier to avoid it by just putting the placement differently. Right. Okay. So, I don't know. We're going to go over that, though? No, we're going to go over that on the video, so we're going to see. Brandon's going to learn one. All right. Yeah, he's going to be. Gonna, let's go. guess we'll figure that out together. Guys. I need the defense. Brent, Brandon's going to be choked defense. unconscious in about, you know, like 10 minutes. Please so just send be- donations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll go ahead and get to our video right now so they can teach you how to get out of it and beat someone at a Fuji. <laughs> Thanks for watching. This is Michael Karras' fault. He set us up for this, and we are not buggy choke experts. He is, but I'm not. So we're going to go over this. He's really good at it. We're just going gonna to do what we're supposed to show the buggy choke, and we're show, supposed to show the defense to the buggy choke. Yep. Don't get in it. Have a good day. <laughs> Alright, so side control. So the important factor, a couple details of making the buggy choke more effective is you can't be flat on your back. If you're flat on your back, it's really hard to finish unless you're just the most flexible person in the world. So when I'm here, right, 
I want to still be framing and having everything correctly. Okay? So when Brandon commits to clubbing my head, I want to shoot my arm. Okay? Like I'm going to shoot it up on his back. We'll make this work. Okay. Alright? I want to be on my side. I don't want to be flat. Alright? On my side. And I want to reach as far as I can. Okay? And then I want my knee to pull everything together. Okay? So I want to be not going flat, being on my side, biting this down, connecting, okay? Now, once I connect this, loop, loop, all right? So I'm going to continue to feed this, okay? So the knee's pushing in, the elbow's pushing the knee together, connect, right? Stay on the side, connect, on the side, connect, okay? And then we can start able gripping our hands and hooking our legs to get the finish, okay? So that's the basics. <coughs> now, Brandon's gonna be, okay? The first thing, anytime you're playing top side control on someone, okay? Is, yes, I'm clubbing his head, yes, I'm underhooking, all right? But I'm playing it shallow, where I'm not gonna get committed to this, okay? So when he starts going for the buggy choke and he starts doing this, I need to make myself as wide as possible and I need to flatten Brandon out, okay? So when I make myself wide, it's like I'm driving my chest in and I'm flattening him out as much as I can, okay? The more I widen him, the more it makes it where you can't come on his side and he can't start feeding this, right? So it's like, so grab it. Right when I start to get here, I'm trying to widen myself and flatten myself out as much as I can to open that part of my neck, okay? Now, the next two things that I want to think about is this is going to go on top, and I'm going to put my forearm in his neck, and I'm going to push myself towards his hips, okay? So, he shoots this up, right? Here, okay? Letting him come up on his side is what starts making everything tighter. So, forward, okay, pulling my head in, pulling my arm over, okay, starting to flatten him out. As soon as I start to flatten him out, if this isn't working and he's still so flexible, okay, I'm thinking about going knee on belly or knee on neck, depending on where it is. So if I pop my knee on belly up and I'm driving up, Okay? If he's still strong there, right, and he's got everything really tight in here, okay, my knee is going on his neck and I'm pulling myself towards this. But the, the main mechanic, okay, is one being aware. You shouldn't just grab side control and squeeze for your life as your opponent's moving his hips and doing things. You should constantly be aware, okay, of what's going on. And as soon as they start to come on their side and shoot all that, you should be able to stop that uh, getting on their side and keeping them flat. Good shoulder pressure, keeping them away from you. Uh, but the next thing is, always making yourself as wide as possible is going to limit his ability to do that. Um, and then keeping him flat is going to reduce his strength. Okay? 
even if let's say they get it locked in, just think about this. Find yourself where you can keep yourself wide and you can keep your neck open. Okay? I promise you his arms are going to wear out. His legs are going to wear out. As soon so. as you stretch me out and got your back flat like that, there's no way I can tell him that he any pressure to finish it at all. So don't try to pull away. It's like the loop choke. Everyone tries to pull away, it's tighter. Okay, you need to make yourself wider. You need to make yourself more open. Your base stronger. Okay, you need to make sure that you expose one side of your neck so that you can, I mean, I'm just telling you, it's a lot of strength on your arms and your knees to hold that position if someone's staying wide compared to if someone gets sucked in tight. Alright, thank you guys for watching The Hay Show and uh, stay tuned for the next episode.